0: The Lifestyle Show on RTE Radio 1 Extra.
1: Welcome to the Lifestyle Show on RTE Radio 1 Extra with me, Tara Lockery-Grant. This is the show where we talk about all things lifestyle. What is that? It's food, fashion, travel, living, motors, a lot of well-being, a lot of fitness and human interest stories as well. And we find out in particular how some Irish companies are doing what they do so well. So some of the people we're hearing about looking to for advice and we feature on rte.ie forward slash lifestyle and also in the lifestyle section of the RTE News Now app. You can get us too on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RTE Lifestyle. Now, we're all worried about and have been talking about not just parents, males, females, teens, children, all of us. This big, looming deadline, and um, this this accolade we never want to win of being the fattest nation in Europe by 2030. In order to avoid that, there are things that we can do today, not in an hour, not in a week, not on Monday, the famous Monday, but today to turn our lives around, starting one step at a time in a simple way. Bad habits we've got into to change things, into living a healthier, better fitter life and why is that important yes because of health reasons but also because when we have more energy we can do more when we can do more we can achieve our goals when we can achieve our goals we're happier i think i just summed up life greg greg march Greg you have greg marsh sitting here in front of me from synergize so you're very very welcome thanks very much tell me delighted to be here tell me who you are and what do you do what do synergize do
0: Okay, so my name is Greg Marsh, and in a simple nutshell, I'm a personal trainer and have been for the last 19 years. I own and operate Synergize, which is a weight loss and personal training center, and we're based out in Bellarmine in Dublin, 18. So in between Step Aside and Sandyford in South Dublin. And uh, our main role is to help people and to have a healthy, long life and, 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 and to be who they want to be. You
1: know, when I saw first that, uh, you know, weight loss, the name yes. that you were in there. You know, in the beginning, it was, I thought, God, that's brave, but that's going to put people off. It's the opposite.
0: No, it's, well, originally we actually, uh, uh, we called ourselves Synergized Fitness. And what happened was, is that uh, our our goal was to attract people in for weight loss and unfortunately when you have a name that's very general you attract a general population so we've take we took the really which i think a really brave step was to niche down our market so we niched down a market so that we were only looking after people who wanted to lose weight and we've niched it down even further that we've actually uh, our main target market is women over 30 who want to lose at least 20 pounds or more so we changed our name to Synergized Weight Loss and Personal Training Center. And what happens now is that when you look us up on Google or you look us up on Instagram, it, it would put a lot of people off who they don't want to lose weight. If you want to lose weight, it attracts it to us and, and that's where we are now.
1: Brilliant. Well, I first saw you when it was recommended on Facebook by mm. a friend of mine. So people liked your page. One of my friends liked your, your page. So I jumped in and then you had this competition. Now, I'd completely forgotten about it because I hadn't been on that day except yep. for uh, RT Lifestyle where are using Facebook for work. Next thing is I get a WhatsApp message in my book club actually, in my book club group. I get a WhatsApp message going, quick, there's a month's free 28 day bikini diet. Oh. <laughs> so I was coming up to my halls getting ready to hit the beach in Sligo a month away from that and I went this would be perfect but you're feck it I'll just enter I never win anything I did and I was in there and and did it with you and I'll tell you what, for a person, an average Joe, who thought I knew quite a bit about how to, um, about fitness, about, um, I mean, I would always have done some form of exercise, maybe uh, something each day, but definitely three times a week in a more intense way. And I thought I was had some really good, healthy uh, eating tips. And then and you got a shock. I did. But, I mean, some of the key basics. Mm. Let's talk about those, Greg. Yes. You you know, for people like me who came in first mm. and that you find surprise people the most.
0: Well, we have a system in place, and the system is this. Is we want people to come in first and do an introductory 28 days. That's why, for example, the competition that you actually won was part of this 28-day program that we've won. And we run it each month, and it's designed to bring new members into the club and to introduce them into a healthier lifestyle, a healthier way of living, but primarily aimed for weight loss and to do it in a way that's it's going to last. It's it's safe. It's been proven. It's been tested, and in, in an enjoyable atmosphere.
1: And then you started giving us the stats on obesity. Yeah. Give us an overview of where we're at, Greg. It's it's a pretty ugly picture. Yeah, well.
0: I mean, it's quite it's frightening. Scary. Actually. It's it's scary. It yeah. is. We're heading for. We are heading for. As you mentioned before, twenty thirty is almost like is the, is the year that everyone's thinking about. Who's in the industry? Twenty thirty is almost like the year that we're we're heading for disaster, and uh, the stats are horrendous. They're scary and. The way that I look at it is this, is if we don't do something now, we're heading for more than an epidemic. We're heading for a shutdown, a shutdown of the country. Because when we get to the point that 90% of the adult population are going to be overweight or obese by the time it's 2030. And if you look at the rising amount of population there is in this country, at the minute it's looking like there's going to be something like 5.2 million people in Ireland by 2030. 90% of that adult population, so it works at 3.5 million. So 3.5 million adults in Ireland will be overweight or obese over the next 12 years.
1: If we keep going the way we're going. Can we stop it?
0: I think we can, but I think it's going to take a lot more than what's happening right now. Yes. I mean, we're a small company. You know, I'm just one person and uh, I mean, I only have two coaches who work for me. There's only three of us. But we are helping a lot of people.
1: If the government could do three things Mm. today that you, I'm guessing, are pulling your hair out over, what would those three things be?
0: Get new advice. Change your advisors. Something I'm asked quite a lot is what mistakes are people making in terms yeah. of weight loss? Well, I don't believe people are making mistakes in terms of weight loss. I think they've been given bad advice. And if we look at it from that perspective, I mean, even in the UK right now, there's a movement that has basically shook up the United Kingdom massively. And uh, that movement has looked at the HS, sorry, not the HS, the NHS in the UK and the amount of overweight staff who work in the HS NHS and who are obese, I think there's something like stagnant figures of twenty five percent of the NHS staff working population of actually overweight or obese. So they've done things like they've banned sugar in hospitals now, in some hospitals in the UK. There's a movement or there's an actual a, a huge campaign at the minute in a hospital in Tameside, which is in Northern England, where they're actually doing a no sugar zone. The whole town, I think there's something like 100,000 people have signed up for a no sugar zone. And it started with the hospital getting on board and having no sugar that in the staff restaurants. That is very clever. Yeah, it is. And they even lobbied the European Parliament um, a couple of months ago to try and get the European Parliament to lobby the UK government to change their advice. But there was a great program a documentary called Sugar Crash yes. did you you saw it did you yes Dr. Eva orismond yeah. and Ortiz. Yes. Yes.
1: and some people afterwards are like oh for God's sake here we go now demonising mm. something else yeah. first it was butter the eggs you yeah. name it now we're back saying butter is great uh, which it is and eggs great which they are and now sugar is bad so people you, there's so much conflicting advice
0: isn't there oh it's confusing it's confusing I mean if you just go to any social media you'll get 10 different versions of the same thing each day you know depending on who you follow
1: before we get into your details mm. um, on the on that because that was part of the key uh, discussion, the initiation meeting that you yeah. had with everybody that nearly made me fall off that bench <laughs> a couple of times. Tell us about we can hear by your accent and you're talking about England there. So tell us your story and how you got into twenty years ago personal training to where you are now.
0: Yeah, so I'm originally from Manchester in Northern England, and I moved over here twenty years ago. Actually, twenty years exactly this year, I was a chef. Well, I'm 48 now, so I was 28 then. Are you 48? Yeah, I'm 48. Right, guys, you're
1: yeah. going to have to see a picture to go with this. Cause yeah. You do not look 48, no, 48, okay? 48. okay? proof, yep. More proof that being yep. healthy looked, it yep. helps. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was
0: actually quite an unhealthy chef. Like, I wasn't into fitness at all. I mean, yeah, I went to the gym and when I could, but most chefs drink and they have long hours and they eat. Like, their, their diet is horrendous, isn't it? It it
1: its Why? Why? They're sick looking at fancy food, is it? They want. To- I think a lot of it is stress.
0: So oh. when you work in between 16 and 20 hours a day in an environment with lots of heat and kitchens and it's very intense. Like if everyone's Gordon Ramsay, I mean, yes. that fellow just, he's an amazing chef. But the intensity of his character, I mean, so if you saw him 20 years ago, he hasn't changed a bit in 20 years. Are you serious? Yeah. Did you
1: know him 20 years ago?
0: Well, I knew of him yeah. and I knew chefs who would work for him. Because I had one lad who worked for me 20 years ago and he used, and he actually worked with him like in London. And he says the intensity is incredible. I got to the point whereby I was having anxiety attacks, I was overweight, you know and I was just like I've got to do something about it so I actually started to kind of go into a fitness regime and at the time I actually met someone who was a personal trainer and and uh, she kind of encouraged me to say listen you know what you should do you should actually go into the fitness industry itself because I was getting really good at it I was getting losing weight I was getting kind of addicted to it it. yeah Yeah. Yeah. and I was like thinking yeah the chefing game's over for me so I changed and I went to college became a personal trainer and 20 years on I'm still a personal trainer so brilliant
1: yeah your form um, of personal training has it changed over the years according to go on tell me me.
0: Every couple of, years, I think every year we, we we change our not beliefs but more our ethos because we're learning all the time. Um, I think particularly now I have uh, certainly got uh, our best. The way to describe this is my ethos is this: if we can't prove it with scientific facts and figures, then it isn't something that we're going to introduce. So everything we do in the gym now has a science behind it; has a research study behind it. And even within the gym, I mean, I call Synergize my own private lab. Yeah. We've been using like guinea pigs and, and, and members for the last couple of years and tried at different things. And we've really honed it down now to a specific set of protocols that work really, really well and really, really efficiently.
1: Okay, great. Um, I'm going to get to those too um, because that th- that's sort of key going back mm. five, ten years ago maybe, yep. correct me if I'm wrong the style of person trainer was hard shouting now more, more, oh, and more yeah. um, now given the fact that psychology has been linked to a lot of weight gain that it isn't a case if we can look at somebody who's overweight and judge why would we why should we it's It's not always that they're eating the the, the, the wrong foods it could be the wrong foods at the wrong times yep. with the wrong emotional baggage on board with struggling with emotional issues there's so much more there so that in turn has that changed how you train people
0: well most people Personal, most people think personal trainers like I don't know if you ever remember seeing The Biggest Loser and yes. you see Harvey yes like a, a proper American military biggest. instructor yeah, oh and God. it was all boot camp style and I mean that's how boot camps came around was that kind of military style but it was all a case of like you know it's your fault you overweight it's you horrible. need to work harder you need to work harder you need to work harder and they basically beat people into the ground to lose weight which they did but do they do it with health and 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 longevity i don't know
1: well when you look at the programs and uh, often people have regained the weight and yeah. some which is yeah. maybe well, that's very interesting because they
0: actually had a research study and they showed it. i think it was from the 2012 uh, show and they showed that um, i think out of all of the participants all but one had regained the weight back again there a year you later that's you true. know we're looking at 200 pounds weight loss in nine months and then they regained 210 pounds back a year later oh that's awful do you know that. what I mean so you can take from that I mean you know why you know yeah. well, just why and that has changed
1: then your form of coaching
0: yeah so a couple of years ago I would definitely would have been the military style and saying listen you need to work harder you need to work harder but I've learned from my my own mistakes and we've learned from our own feedback from the clients and members of the gym and I mean now we have members in the gym who have been with us like since we opened up four years ago and they're still with us now and they give it they're they the most honest people in the world they give me feedback all the time. Saying, Greg, yeah, we need to change that or whatever. <laughs> so we use that feedback quite a lot. Good. So now our style is this. Look, we want to educate people. Rather than tell them what to do, we want to educate them so they can make their own informed choices. And we've found out that people are more compliant because they're making the decisions for themselves rather than being told to do something. And that's key. Yes. You've got to make the decision for yourself.
1: Something as well that you said straight up when you stood up in the, it was talked about your own family, mm. um, which obviously is very important. So, so tell us about that first.
0: I have uh, a wife. She's named her name is Siobhan I have two beautiful daughters. I have uh, Kaylin, who's seven, and Melissa. Actually, she's called Millie, but Melissa is her official name. She never goes by it. Uh-huh. And she's five. And um, both my kids have special needs. They both have ASD, and. Um, it can be quite challenging in our household because you have that extra challenges of looking after the kids or whatever. Or they have extra needs. and
1: uh, Autistic spectrum disorder. Yeah, exactly.
0: To, yeah. yeah. And what can happen is, is that you have emotional challenges in there as well. I mean, I've been an emotional eater for years. I mean, I've lost 60 pounds twice. The, do you know?
1: The twice part yes. is really interesting yes. because we all, we've tried to do things once, but you, like the rest of us, yes. it came back. Oh, on. yeah.
0: I'm I'm a normal human being. You've struggled, yeah. People think personal trainers are these superheroes, yeah. and they never gain weight, and they're always training, and, and that's and if they looked true.
1: at you now, I can understand why they can think that. yes
0: yeah. we actually look at body fat as our as a as a as our main marker within uh, you know within the gym, and, and that's the key to look at. What should that be? Uh, certainly under twenty five under twenty five, and closest to twenty the possible. I mean, we have to be realistic. I mean, I'm 48. I got kids, you know. I have a wife. I have a business to run. You know, I'm a father, and it, we all have our stresses in life. So y- you have to kind of do it within a realm and. Our members are just general people, they're yes. normal people. They've all got families, they've all got kids, they've all got businesses or they work for a living. So you have to look at everything in, in, in tow. So is it really realistic to expect a mum of 40 with three kids and a full-time job to really keep the body fat 15%? No. <laughs> so when get it under 25, at least this way, it's something that they can maintain. Yeah. It's achievable to get there. Yeah. And also it just means that they'll live a bit longer and they're, I suppose the risk of disease is, is going to be a lot less as well.
1: True. And we can fit into our clothes without having to buy new ones. Exactly. Everyone <laughs> loves the skinny dress and skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right to highlight the health. Longevity is very yeah, important. Yeah, exactly. But you lost the weight the first yes. time.
0: So I lost 60 pounds the first time seven years ago. And I lost it quite quickly. I lost in about nine months. And it's interesting to know, I actually went and did a fitness competition just to see what it was like. So I actually ended up on stage in London in front of 400 people in a, a pair of a swimming chokes. Yeah, and uh, it's, uh, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done. And it, it, it took so much work. I mean...
1: Oh my god! Hang on. Yeah. This wasn't one of those. No. Uh, muscle, uh, yeah. This.
0: Yeah. Fitness model competition. No. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the I thought you
1: meant you won the competition. And they made you get up in your trunk.
0: No, no. 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 I was up on stage. Yeah. And the thing was is oh that my. I was forty two and I was standing next to a nineteen year old on my right and a twenty four year old on my left. And I'm there going, "What am I doing? You know, my wife brought over my my daughter at the time and she was eighteen months old in the pram and it was it was just so funny. Oh, that it was, was like,
1: great. What did they say to you?
0: Oh, he was. Well, I made it wait a bit. I wasn't anywhere near the condition of some of the, the younger lads, but I was. The reason why I did it was I wanted to prove that someone in their 40s could get lean, could get fit, and get healthy quite quickly. Good. However, it's the rebound. Okay, go the on. The rebound is massive. I mean, there might be people listening now who, who have done fitness competitions or whatever, or, or they wanted wanting to do them. It's a very emotional, complex process going through all that. I would never do it again. I did it once and that was enough. I mean, we almost went, I almost went to a divorce because of the amount of time I had to spend in the gym, going to bed at night. There was no social, your food prep was massive. Like every day you're making like your six or seven meals and it was, it was a whole, like it was 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 a machine. It was. That was your life gone for six months, but it was an experience and I learned a lot from it. So I have empathy now for anyone who wants to do that or has done it. Okay. So the rebound, the rebound. So over the course of the next two or three years, I gained the weight back on quite slowly, but quite a lot and i regained that 60 pounds back and here's the thing i still have i still a busy personal trainer i was still training people but i look back and i go does an overweight personal trainer really have the knowledge base really have the should they really be training people to lose weight i don't know i mean you could kind of go with i shouldn't have been a trainer yes i don't know you can kind of discuss the uh, the philosophy on that but anyway i did and I had still had a busy client base, and I was still helping people lose weight, even though I was overweight. And eventually, I got to the point thinking, you know what? I need to turn this around myself. You know, I had knee pain, back pain, ankle pain. I was working long hours, stress. I've had multiple anxiety attacks over the years. Like, just like any other normal 40-year-old would have. Yes. So I got to the point and decided, right, enough's enough. So I lost the weight again, but I did it in a completely different way. I did it a little bit slower. I did it through a different regime, and I didn't do it by beating myself up.
1: Three key things you did Greg and then we'll get on to some of the key take homes for people listening on the healthier lifestyle the fitness and food for weight loss what did you do
0: I held myself accountable I got a coach to report to and that's the biggest thing I've learned of if you can hold someone accountable then it doesn't matter what food nutrition plan or exercise they do they have to be held accountable You have to be able to report to someone and say, right, I have done my thing today. I have trained today. There's my food plan. An
1: accountability partner.
0: Massive, Mm -hmm. hugely. I actually paid another trainer in America to keep me accountable. That was great. But it works. Mm -hmm. And it works so well. So all I had to do each day was I had to literally screenshot my food, send it over uh, into a a, uh, uh, private uh, Facebook group and basically... They just kept us held accountable. I which mean, is what you do now to It's what we do clients. now. This is how we do it now with and clients. work yeah. chats, yeah, which exactly. is a Facebook form yes. of communication. Yeah, because a lot of it is motivation as well. Because if we, each week you've got a win, a weekly win, you're more likely to stay with it because you're winning each week as opposed to losing each week. And that's important.
1: That's really good. But at the
0: same time, if you have to share with 30 other people in a group, your weight on a Monday morning, you're more likely to stay with a plan. Big
1: time. Accountability. You know? Yeah, and that's it. not just
0: to me. Okay. It's to the other people within the group as well. Food. Yes. So
1: some uh, kind of important. What would you say the ratio is food versus exercise
0: in terms of weight loss? Okay. There's been a lot of stats and figures thrown out over the years. I mean, some say it's 80, 20s it's 90, 10. I think it's everything. I think food is everything. And um, working out is very important. Don't get me wrong. However, if you're having pizza and a glass of wine each night, don't expect weight loss to come off really, really quickly. I mean, in it's we've had cases where we're in the gym. We've had members mm-hmm. who have been like in gyms for six or seven years and haven't lost an ounce. Yeah. They've done back-to-back classes. They've done, you know, fitness and classes. And are fit. Yeah, they're fit. Aerobically, they're fit. Yeah. And they're strong. Don't get me wrong. You know, they've done that, but they haven't changed body shape in six years. And we've got a couple of members there been with us, like I said, for nearly four years. And every year they get blood tests done. And I have a certain member there now, and uh, she'll kill me if I mention her name or so. Yeah, I, I don't. But uh, she's 45. She's got two kids. She's a full-time uh, career woman. And she had blood tests done last year. And the doctor actually asked her, said, so are you an athlete? Because the blood test was so good. She was lean. She worked hard Mm. and she still works hard. I mean, she started in the gym. What's her motivation? She wants to be fit and healthy. She's Mm -hmm. got a young family. She wants to have clarity. She wants to have energy. Clarity. Clarity is a big thing. Clarity is
1: really important. Big thing, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because what was happening was she was tired all the time. She had aches and pains, getting grumpy with the kids. She had a young family. And even in work environment, a lot of stress and things like that. Oh, God. Great for the mental health as well, the Huge extra point. energy. Huge, yeah. So, okay, so that's really important.
1: Accountability,
0: yes. food. Yes,
1: yes. Um, third thing.
0: You have to train. Yeah. You have to work out. You <laughs> have to, like, burn the calories, is the thing, you
1: know? I, what, do you, what time do you get up every day?
0: Um, between half four and quarter past five, depending on what day of the week it is. Even on a weekend, I'll be I'll be awake at five. What Does time it, do you go to bed? Um, it can depend. It depends. I'll just say, like, some. we open three nights a week in the gym late, so we might be leaving the gym between half past nine and ten o'clock at night between six and eight hours pretty much for sure each night
1: and you're you're dealing with your anxiety how is that now and how great, do you deal with this great deal? I have
0: not had an anxiety attack in almost 18 months brilliant and I was consistently having attacks on a regular basis you know I've had depression for years and uh, at least 10 years and my worst actually attack was four years ago when I was, which before, as I was setting Synergize Up. You know, obviously the stress of a new company, new business, and building works and trying to work between two or three different gyms because I was in one gym for one set of clients, another gym for the set of clients. And, you know, and I remember being in that car park of a particular gym at 10 o'clock at night and, and my hands on a steering wheel. And I literally was shaking. And I called my wife and I called and I said, Siobhan, yes, Greg, I can't drive. Why not? I said, I just can't. My hands are stuck. My legs are shaking. I can't move. She, it actually took, she 20 minutes to talk me into driving home. night. It's crazy. But uh, that was it. It's not crazy. Yeah. And, and I thought I was having a heart attack. I genuinely did. So I went to the doctor the next day and he basically uh, said, well, no, it's anxiety. You had a panic attack. So he prescribed me uh, some anxiety meds and he said, look, only take them if you need them. And to this day, I only ever took one out of a pack of 28. I still have the other 27 hidden in, in a cupboard. I, I don't know why I keep it. It's almost like a reminder yeah. that's where I end up if I don't yes. do something about
1: it. Yeah. You know, listen, so it, if it's working, you yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, you um, keep and the but I put a few other things in place and we've tried this with some other members as well and it's things like meditation. So would
1: you say then between food, between looking after your mental health by um, meditating, yes. slowing things down, by exercising, that you have managed to keep those £60 off and then have the energy to run the business 100%. and family?
0: 100%. I mean, I'm up at half four, quarter five each morning. We have over 110 members in a club. And this is my philosophy, right? If I go down, who else goes down with me? Oh, yeah. So first of all, my family. Because then I can no longer bring in, as they say, bring home the bacon. And then I also have 110 members who I'm responsible for. Now, trainers would normally say that. They'd say, oh, they're my clients, they're my business, they're my my bread and butter. But no, I'm responsible for their health and well-being. I see it when someone leaves Synergize that I have failed them. Because we can no longer look after their health and well-being. That's how I look at it. We—it's a personal thing, like, personal, that Personal. I want to look after these these members, you know. And it comes to point this, and this is one actually is a funny thing there. And my wife actually warned me there yesterday that I shouldn't swear when I'm on the radio I, because <laughs> but it, because it's, I'm so passionate about it. Like literally, I will just literally come out with whatever <laughs> f bomb uh, or whatever. And, I
1: can verify. Yep, yep. And <laughs> Could it, be according to 5:45, and those f bombs are in there. That's but, it. You know. But
0: it's like I just want. The best for everyone. I think people
1: believe as well that, um, you know, with the passion that's there, you're backing it up all the yeah, time. Yeah. With facts and people know that it's all for better. They, f- the, the, Let's say the tweaks or the changes, it's yeah. not for the sake of shouting. There's a method behind yes. the madness, <laughs> if you will. The key points then, that was a slight nervous chuckle that just slipped in there. But <laughs> um, the key point, weight li- issues, three key mistakes we're making, Irish people, when it comes to our food and diet.
0: Thinking you can have a bad diet and now train it. Okay, good. That's the biggest. We one. We are terrible for that. Yeah, that's the biggest. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, all the Curry
1: chips, but I'm going to run in yeah. the morning. Well, as I
0: said, I, I don't believe that everyone's making mistakes. I believe I believe they're getting the wrong advice. Mm. And you you can follow all the advice you want, but if it's the wrong advice then it's not going to help you. Like, even even now, I mean, I'm quite passionate about this. I actually lobbied the HSE a couple of months ago to change their website. They had a falsified research on their website, and it stated that a certain type of diet was the best one to lose weight. Well, I challenged them on that figure. I challenged them, where was the research on that? And they couldn't prove it. And... It took me six weeks to lobby them and eventually they removed that webpage. page. They? they? removed it and have the proof and the emails and everything, yeah.
1: That's great. Yeah, they removed it. I don't it. even want to know what that was because it'll be in my head. Oh, yeah. But the, they but, removed it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's no longer on the website and I challenged that and I said, listen, you are the national information center for people's health and wellbeing." Actually,
1: no, I kind of do want to know. What, what was the wrong advice they were giving? Okay, so... Top line. So we, you yeah, know. so
0: what happened was they basically said that a low-calorie, low-fat diet is the only way to oh, go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and that low-carb diets don't work yes. long-term. Yeah, and yeah. I challenged that because I said, well, then they said there was a study in 2009. I said, well, I can't find that study. Can you show it to me? They And they said themselves, oh yeah, uh, due to an admin area, we can no longer provide that information. So they removed it. Oh, so you can take that whichever way you want that's to. That's brilliant. It is. And yeah. I also went to a conference last year, a, a medical conference, and, and they asked me to speak on the topics of obesity and the crisis in Ireland. Wow. Yeah, and I let loose... And I let loose big time, stats and figures. I think in about 20 minutes, I think I blew everyone's mind with the you, stats you and You have figures. an
1: amazing map, actually, if we can get yeah. that link. Yes. Do you have a video of you talking about that with the map in it, where you're talking about how it's obesity and how you oh, going from the 70s to now, last yes. 30 or 40 years, yes. how obesity is spreading across the world. And it is shocking yeah. in its reality. Yeah.
0: When you look at the figures, Tara, I mean, you go, oh, my good God. Yeah. That can't be true. We have
1: to put that into the article. Yeah, you so, say that
0: can't be true. You look yeah. at the figures and you think, it can't be that no. bad. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's shocking. It it's is. shocking. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so there's three things. Three steps that, um, or three things that people can do, should do um, to lead to weight loss.
0: Okay, first thing is you've got to get moving. Oh,
1: sorry, we missed the, the third step of what we're doing wrong. All so right. So first is the misconception. Yes. Think we can outtrain yes. a bad diet. Second is bad information. Yes.
0: Third. The third way is... I uh, um, beating yourself up yeah i think a lot of people beat themselves up and it, you make
1: it, one mistake and yeah the whole week is gone
0: and there's a whole cycle i mean i've gone through it myself there's a whole binge cycle you beat yourself up Yes. you emotionally think all right you know what i'm gonna get on the phone i'm gonna order that pizza and it better be the biggest one they can make me and by the way bring me some of that coca-cola along with it will you because i need a sugar fix
1: and do you sell chocolate
0: yeah and the next day you wake up to the morning and go oh, oh yeah that the thing so you end up with this kind of cycle of emotional eating because you think right i didn't get to the gym my diet went off track, so I might as well just throw it all to the wayside yeah. and go and order the the, the mighty all. meaty pizza yeah. and the the the, the two hundred gram chocolate bar and be done with it.
1: Yeah, or and a tub of bed and Jerry's or one, yeah. other, any other brand. Been there, done us. that. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So I think you definitely need. I think the advice thing is crucial. Listen, let's get the right advice out. Let's tell people the right advice. You know, I mean, I I would love to get on. To the, the national curriculum and, and actually get these guys to change what it's they're important. doing. It's important. It is. I we mean, even that. in 40 years, you haven't, haven't really changed the advice in 40 years, and we're getting worse.
1: We had Sinead Brady on um, not so long ago uh, from A Career to Love um, and t- telling us as well about different things when it comes to nutrition and the and medical world. Yeah. How little at the time of, of training up until recently nutrition featured in medical t- the training of yeah, doctors yeah, yeah. so nutrition which is now the biggest epidemic that we have in the country yeah. is um, going to be uh, uh the way we're going obesity and yet nutrition was not a, a priority for training i'm
0: not too sure of the exact hours but i think i heard or read somewhere that it was something like in a four-year medical degree there was an eight-hour nutrition course
1: that's the way it was apparently yeah, it's changing yeah. but how, but, yeah. but yeah. look at the, up until now yeah ridiculous yeah. okay three uh, tips that you would say to somebody, you want to lose weight, yep. you need to start by doing these things. Today, whether yes. it's water or whether it's sleep. Track everything.
0: Track, track what you're doing. Write down what you're doing. Brilliant. It doesn't matter what you're doing, but track it and, and, and accept it and acknowledge it. Say, right, I am eating this. I am not exercising and I am not drinking water. Accept it okay, and then move forward. Okay, That's the biggest thing there. Mm. Then get advice. Get a professional I find a lot of people trying to do it on their own and they might follow different social media, superstars on Instagram and that. And I have, you know, I've had many rows on, on Instagram with nutritionists and dietitians and other, you know, uh, celebrities. I think the key is to look, go to someone who you know, you you love and trust. Look at their results. How have they got their members or their clients or, or their, you know, people they've helped? How have they done it? Have they done it with care, due and attention? Do those people still have the same body shape that they had a year ago?
1: That's key. That's very interesting. Oh, they've just Role done it model. in six
0: weeks and they're back to where they started. Similar to the biggest loser, yeah. gaining all the weight again. Yeah. You know, if you look back and you mentioned before about the fact you walk in the synergize and all you can see is this kind of sea of strong, fit people. I mean, there's, there's, we have all shapes in there. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, majority of our members have been with us such a long time and they maintain the lifestyle. And that's why you walk in and you go, wow these people are strong Yes, because they've trained with weights for two or three yeah. years they've followed the food plans and they've also been Yes, Do you know as yeah. I say Synergize is my own personal lab I like to try out different things as it comes along and see what works what doesn't work yeah. you know and I've got a couple of members there who have been on maybe four or five different trials with me and they've tried everything under the sun and sometimes I said you know what that doesn't work so I'm going to change it tomorrow yeah. you know?
1: so track sleep advice yes. really good ways yeah. to start out Greg
0: you need to know your why
1: Yes, you do need to know your why. You need to know your why.
0: Like, why do you want to lose the 50 pounds?
1: Why did you want to lose the 60? Because you didn't want to be training people with weight on.
0: I, was, I felt guilty. Okay. I felt emotionally guilty that I was overweight and I was training people. Now, they were losing weight, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't. And I was thinking, you know what? I can't hand of heart go to someone with true honesty and true passion and say, you know what? You need to lose weight. Because they look back and say, well, look at yourself. That's good. Do you know? So that happened. And for 18 months now, it, it's, it's been a real steady... You know, position, you know, it's, uh, I suppose it's been the easiest weight loss I've ever had, if I put it that way. Well, and it's kept off as well
1: I'm delighted that's great and I think though you've got a hard battle ahead now Greg yeah. with your you're busy building your business that's yes. all flowing for you it would be great to see if you can try and make the next step that you can convince the government yep. to get some more funding so that we can start educating getting you and your information and other people like you who are trying to spread the word and um, of information education around nutrition yes. and fitness absolutely and we wish you luck Thanks and come much. back again talk to us once you tell us absolutely how you're getting delighted. On. Yeah. it would be great um so Greg how do people get get in touch okay
0: so you can go on to google and if you just google synergize weight loss center we'll we'll top of the list you'll see us you straight on away facebook too we're there on facebook we're there on instagram and on the on the odd tweet as well
1: <laughs> okay thanks so much that's greg marsh from synergize thank you for coming in studio so you can read the interview on rte.ie forward slash lifestyle and he said synergize <laughs> rte.ie forward slash lifestyle greg you'll have to give us some before and after pictures of yourself
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I actually have them on the website. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you can actually see them before and after. You look at them and you go... Right. yeah I mean right. if
1: we could have one of that woman with her yeah. four listen There's there are loads of, of, of people in there uh, yeah. who will have uh, some of the befores and afters up yes. there but more importantly some of the key information points that you're hitting on there and also we're on the app as well the Orchid News Now app in the lifestyle section you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram so that's it for me Tara Lockery-Grant thanks a million for listening and we'll be back to you next week
0: The Lifestyle Show with Tara Lockery-Grant on RTE Radio 1 Extra